My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 75 of The Kate Show. Today, we're talking about something that I get a lot of questions about, and that is how to actually grow your mailing list. But because not all of you understand the value of a mailing list yet, and that's of course nothing against you, but I am going to take a second to explain why it matters, because chances are you're missing out on several new projects every single month if you aren't sure what a mailing list is, and especially if you just aren't using one. So I have a question for you then. As an interior designer, a home stager, or a workroom owner, do you have a mailing list? Do you know what it is? I ask this question of my new clients often, and I'm often met with raised brows followed by questions like, why do I need a mailing list? I have social media followers, isn't that enough? Or what if my contacts don't want to hear from me? Or my personal favorite, isn't email marketing outdated? These are very valid questions and ones that need answering before we can delve into exactly how to grow your mailing list. If you're ready to learn how many more projects you could be getting every month just by using and growing your list, you're going to get a ton of value from this episode, so stay tuned. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. All right, guys, here's the scoop. Email marketing, including newsletters, is the last step in any sales funnel, regardless of your business type or industry. But of course, because this podcast is specific to the home industry, we're going to be talking about it from that perspective. Now, you have to keep in mind that social media is the complete opposite. It's actually the beginning of a sales funnel, and it's certainly not a substitute for email. When my team and I start working with clients on their email marketing, we have them put all their leads and all their past clients into a spreadsheet. Realistically, we really just need their email addresses, but it's nice to also have names associated with those email addresses. Now, we let our clients know the same thing I'm about to tell you you have a right to email these people. If they don't want to hear from you anymore, they can easily unsubscribe with one click. There's no harm, no foul. You don't need to feel bad about it. And as for the myth about email marketing being dead or outdated, it's actually the opposite. My clients have landed thousands of dollars in projects directly from sending an email newsletter, projects they never would have gotten otherwise because their past clients forgot about them or would never have referred them to the new clients they were now getting. Email marketing is just plain effective, whether you have 30 contacts on your list or 300 or 3,000, and email marketing works best when it's done consistently. So I hope I have sufficiently explained why this matters and why you should be doing it. Now, the beauty of email marketing is it does not have to be complicated, although you could certainly make it complicated. I have had some customers and clients who want to use Infusionsoft or they want to use ActiveCampaign, and those things are at a higher level. They're often overkill for what you need in your business. So I suggest that if you're just getting started with email marketing, start by putting all of your contacts into MailChimp. 
MailChimp is free if you have 2,000 contacts or fewer, and it is so easy to use. That's the number one platform that I use for my business, and it's what I always recommend to my customers. Now let's talk about what types of people you should put into this mailing list or directly into MailChimp if that's how you want to get started. It might be tempting to export your Gmail contacts or your Outlook contacts into a spreadsheet and then put them in MailChimp or Constant Contact and just start emailing them. It also might sound like a good idea to collect business cards at events and enter them into your database later. In fact, marketing gurus might even tell you that it's okay to buy mailing lists. However, the answer to each of these is a definite no. Do not do that. To keep your business activities legal, you actually need to make sure you're only putting people on your mailing list who know you, who would potentially hire you, and have agreed to receive emails from you. This is why your past clients and your leads are a good fit for your list, but random people who give you their business cards at events are not a good fit. Your general email contacts are not a good fit, and neither are purchased lists. If it helps, think about it from the other person's perspective. How many times have you gotten an email from a company and you had no clue why you got that email, you didn't know who the company was, and it just seemed rude. It seemed like junk mail, because quite honestly, it was. Well, you definitely don't want to give the people on your mailing list that experience, so it makes sense to ensure that the people on your list actually know who you are, have done business with you in the past, or were interested in doing business with you and for some reason it didn't pan out, but it was still a positive interaction. That is why buying a list is a terrible idea because you're getting a bunch of cold contacts who don't know you from Adam and they're just gonna be annoyed with you. And the problem with too many people getting annoyed by your emails is that if enough people mark your email as spam, you could actually get in trouble with the international laws that protect spam emails and make sure they don't happen. So there are fines associated with that. It could take down your website. It, it, it's just not good. So don't buy mailing lists. I know there are some pretty reputable looking companies out there, especially for real estate agents for some reason, that will offer to sell you mailing lists, but it's not safe and certainly not legal in the UK, and I'm hoping it will soon be illegal in the US as well. Um, and even though it's not illegal in the US yet, it's just a very poor business decision and never something that I recommend. As for collecting business cards at different events and then getting back to your office and putting that contact information in your mailing list or your database, this is also not a good idea because again, think about it. You're going around trying to make connections at a networking event or a vendor fair, and maybe these people are just good connections to have, but they would never actually personally hire you. Therefore, it really doesn't make sense to put them in your list because while they might be interested in your newsletter and they might open each one that you send, if their intention is never to hire you or never to refer you, it really inflates the statistics of your marketing and you'll think, oh, okay, my email newsletter is getting a 40% open rate, but why am I not getting new clients out of it? Well, it's because the people who are enjoying your newsletter never actually intended to hire you and they never should have been put 
on your mailing list in the first place. This is also why I do not recommend adding your personal friends or your family members to your list. They already know you, they already know what you have to offer, and it does not make sense to put them on your list for the same reason. All they do is mess up the data that you need to look at to know if your efforts are working and how you need to adapt. A small caveat to that is this. Let's say that as a designer or a stager, you were part of an industry event and as being part of that event, whether you were a sponsor or something else, you get a list of attendees and their contact information. Well, the organization providing that list to you should have made sure beforehand that everyone who signed up for the event was aware and approved of the fact that their contact information was going to be shared with the event sponsors or whatever you want to call them. Now, it would behoove you to ask that organization, are you doing this with their permission or do they even know that you're doing it? And you can ask that in a nice way so that they don't get upset with you, but just know that it's your job to protect your business legally. And if you are being given a list of contacts that never agreed to have their information shared with you, you are the one who could get in trouble ultimately, not necessarily the company that's providing them to you. So make sure that the people on that list agree to have their information shared with you. It's as simple as that. And I've had to make sure of this time and time again because of all the different industry organizations that my business is part of. And it can be so hard to look at this gorgeous big email list and be like, well, these people never actually gave the other organization that I'm partnered with permission to share this information with me. Therefore, I need to act as though I've never received it and not use it. That can be so hard because I know I've got potential leads and potential customers in there, but at the end of the day, the right thing is still the right thing. And I would never want to put my business in jeopardy legally. And I would also never want to irritate people because if people really do want to hear what I have to say, if they want to hear what you have to say, they will get on your mailing list. So now let's talk a little bit more in depth about the different things you can do to grow your list that are easy, that are completely legitimate, and they work. Does marketing your interior design, home staging, or workroom business give you anxiety? Guys, I get it. I used to hate marketing. That is, until I found a way to make it easy and simple. Now I share my secrets with all my members over at socialitevault.com. As a member, you get access to social media posts, captions, hashtag sets, email newsletters, client welcome packets, branded magazines, and more, ensuring that you'll have a complete sales funnel for attracting new clients even when you're asleep or just too busy to even think about your marketing. Turn those hours you spend worrying about your marketing into hours spent working on new client projects. Your business deserves high quality marketing and you deserve to get your time back. There is no contract required for this service, so head over to socialitevault.com to get started.
When growing your email list, the easiest thing to do is reach for the low-hanging fruit, which means using the contacts you already have. And the easy way to do this is just go through your client records, go through your QuickBooks account or whatever sort of accounting software you use and export their names and their email addresses. Now, if you ran your business during the decades before email was popular, don't sweat it. You can reach out to those clients and ask for their email, or you can just carry on with the contacts that you do have. Don't spend hours digging through old client files. If you can scrape together at least 30 contacts with their email addresses, you're ready to start email marketing. Additionally, make sure that on a set day every single month, you are adding new lead and client contact info to your mailing list. So many business owners forget to do this and it results in missed opportunities for referrals, for new clients, and for repeat business. So this is something that I have a lot of my long-term clients doing. They make sure to send me a new list of their client contact info or their lead contact info so that my team and I can make sure that gets added to their mailing list. That way, when we send a newsletter out for them every month, it's still going out to a fresh audience. So the previous contacts are still there, the new ones are added, and it continuously grows their mailing list in a way that is completely safe and also makes sure that the people who have wanted to hear from them continue to hear from them. And because we only send those newsletters out every 30 days, it means we only need that updated list every 30 days. And it's not an overwhelming task by any means. And it also doesn't irritate anyone on the list. Another way to grow your mailing list is by using an online quiz that has been installed in your website or shared on social media. So online quizzes like find your design style or what window treatment suits your space or how soon should you list your home with an agent are all excellent ways to attract people into your mailing list. In short, everyone who takes the quiz has to enter their name and email before getting their results. This is fun for them and it's also a sneaky but legitimate way for you to grow your mailing list. Now, if you want to go the quiz route, I recommend using an online tool called tryinteract.com. I actually interviewed the founder of this company in one of my first podcast episodes. So scroll back through your podcast feed and find it. I think it might be episode number two or three. Try Interact makes online quiz creation really easy. Now it's not free, but it is something that's worth paying for. And if you're going to try it, I suggest you really take your time in creating a great quiz. They do have quiz templates that you can use to get started, but then make sure that you add your brand to it. Change the colors, change the fonts, change the images. And if you can use images from your own portfolio, even better. Now I do want to clear up a few confusion points about quizzes because I have had the experience where several different clients will use these quizzes but they just put it on their website and they leave it there. They don't do anything to promote it, they don't share it on social media, and sometimes they don't even make it obvious on their website and then they wonder why it doesn't work. Well guys, you can't just set it and forget it. There are very few things in business or in marketing that you can set and forget. And if anyone tells you that, you need to question what they're actually trying to sell you because businesses are always changing. And if we don't keep an eye on how our business should be changing and how much website traffic we're getting and 
making sure that we're posting the right content on social media to drive that traffic to our website, to our lead magnet or our quiz, and we find out it's not working, well, we have no one to blame but ourselves. So I want you to make sure that if you use an online quiz, you are actively sharing it like once a week on Facebook. It would be really hard to share it on Instagram, but it's easier to share links on Facebook. And tryinteract.com does give you a shareable social media link to make it really easy and attractive so that you can just click post or publish and it's out there and it's something that you can post on your personal page or in a group if that is allowed or on your Facebook business page. So make sure that you don't just set it and forget it because if you forget it, it's gonna forget to work. An easier way to promote an online quiz like that is to create a vertical rectangular image that is great for Pinterest and then have it say, you know, whatever type of quiz it is, like find your design style, take the quiz now, and then pin that on Pinterest and have the link go directly to your website where you have your quiz. Now, you might have to ask someone in your office to help you with this if you are not familiar with how to create a pin or how to pin something on Pinterest, but it is actually quite easy. It'll take you about 10 minutes and then it's out there. And if you are active on Pinterest in other ways, the more traffic you drive to your Pinterest profile, the more people see those pins, the more traffic you get to your website, you see where this is going. So that is another way that you can promote the online quiz route if that's the route you chose to take to grow your mailing list. A third way to grow your mailing list is by using a lead magnet. Now you've heard me talk about lead magnets before. They're also called branded magazines, freebies, ebooks, whatever, and they focus on subject matter that your ideal client will find helpful, such as how to prepare for a remodel or home staging 101 for realtors. Lead magnets give the readers a behind-the-scenes look at your design or staging process, your team, your credentials, and they also provide a beautiful way to showcase a few of your favorite project photos. Now, if you don't have professional product photos, you can always use stock photos that are representative of the work that you do. But there are a few words of warning I need to share with you. Here are some lead magnet ideas that are widely used in business, including the home industry, and here's why I never advise using them. Well, first one, offering a discount. This really just proclaims to the world that you're cheap and that will only attract bargain hunters. So don't go out there on your website and say, oh, join our email list and get two window treatments for the price of one or you know something like that or an hour of free design consultation. No, not good, don't do that. The other thing you should not do is offer a free consult. So if you say, join my mailing list and get a free consult, that really just says that your time isn't valuable and you'll attract people who will not value your time. The third thing you should avoid is offering a buy one, get one deal. And that's similar to the offering a discount that I mentioned earlier. And I do see workrooms doing this a lot. And unfortunately that hurts their perceived value. So make sure you're not offering any discounts or anything for free. Make sure you're actually offering something valuable. Your lead magnet needs to meet a few different criteria in order to be successful in having a reader turn into a client. So here's what you need. The subject must be relevant and helpful to your ideal client, not your best friend's ideal client, not your neighbor's ideal client, but your perfect client. So you have to really think, 
Who am I trying to serve again? What are their concerns? What are their pain points? What questions do I get asked frequently? Can I create a little magazine, even if it's three pages long, around that topic? The subject, whatever it is, must be simple and straightforward, something that's easy to understand or implement. Because the last thing you want to do is give your potential client the idea that working with you is complicated and overwhelming. So make sure that you're straightforward. You also want to make sure the lead magnet has colors and fonts that match your brand, which means you can't just grab a template and then download it and use it. You really should take time to change the fonts and the colors and maybe even some photos. You also want to make sure the design and layout of each page mimic a magazine. In the home industry, aesthetics matter. We know this. So it's important that you follow through in every area of your marketing with that same mindset. Lastly, the final page of your lead magnet should include your contact information in case they just want to print it for reference. This is called customer service to the max. You need to anticipate how people would potentially plan to use your lead magnet. When you place a lead magnet like this, a branded magazine essentially, on your website, you can't just set it and forget it. It's much like online quizzes. You need to make sure you're sharing it on social media. So that means sharing an image of it, sharing the sign-up link, and do this on a regular basis, I would say once a week, because not everyone is going to see everything you post on social. So it's okay to be redundant in that regard. And don't just say, join my mailing list to get this thing. Instead, position it in a way that really will speak to your ideal client. So if you're a home stager and you're marketing to real estate agents, you can say, get the guide, Home Staging 101 for Realtors to start growing your real estate business today. You don't have to say, join my mailing list. They'll get that. Once they click on the link, they'll be like, okay, cool, I see this is what I want. They'll put in their email address and hit send or submit, and then you've got them, and they've got your free product. Now, if this sounds like something that you guys want to do, if you're like, yes, I need to stop missing out on projects every month, I need to grow my mailing list, and I want to do it the right way, I want to get more referrals, I want repeat projects. You don't have to do this alone. And I know this is where the, a lot of you get hung up because it's like, oh, I can't add one more thing to my to-do list right now. And all of this sounds like it could be expensive anyway and I just, I can't do it right now. Well, guys, this is something that my team and I do all the time. We include lead magnets for every client and hundreds of social media posts that will help promote and bolster your brand and your lead magnet. And really what we make sure over at Socialite is that our clients each have a complete sales funnel, one that works for them even when they're not working. So if you're interested in that, I suggest you head over to socialitevault.com and check it out. I have a site tour that you can take where you just click play and you see everything that we have to offer around creating this sales funnel for your business from helping you grow your mailing list to having good content to post on social media, especially if you're in between projects and you ran out of photos. We find our clients struggle with that. So we've provided resources around it. We also provide ways for people to have email marketing content to send out so that you don't have to sit there and wonder, what should I be saying? So we're trying to keep this simple for you. This is something that you need. 
Let's talk about it. Head over to socialitevault.com and I will see you there. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.